live from the J.C. Newman Cigar Studio in Boston, Massachusetts. Welcome to the Smokin' Tobacco Show with your hosts, Matt Tobacco and Smokin' Nicole. And ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Smokin' Tobacco Show. My name is Matt Tobacco from SmokinTobacco.com, and it is the week of Christmas. That's right. This is our Christmas episode. Don't really have anything very Christmassy planned other than the fact that <clears throat> the guest that we have on with us tonight... Um, actually was on with us last year, right before Christmas. And so I think what might end up happening is that every year this guest is going to probably, I think we got to keep this going. This is going to be our Christmas. This is our week of Christmas guest. Um, I don't know. We'll see. Um, but I am joined once again by my beautiful wife, Smoking Nicole, who is here, um, in an, Somewhere in a, else. In, a, in another area. She's not in she's not in the studio with me. I am here in the JC Newman Cigar Studios tonight. Um I have um I think we're still doing this. Hold on, let me just pull this up really quick. But it is the uh I think we're still in the twelve days of uh Christmas for JC Newman. We are. Uh, let me just check the yeah, the final date is Friday. So tomorrow. Tomorrow's the last one. So I will read it off once again. You probably heard this last week. But J.C. Newman is celebrating the holidays with 12 days of giveaways. Cigar enthusiasts who visit J.C. Newman's Instagram page at j.c.newmancigarco can enter each day to win a variety of limited cigar-related prizes listed below. In total, J.C. Newman will be giving away 78 collectible items from humidors to ashtrays to cigar cutters and much more. And to read more about this, you can head over to SmokingTobacco.com as well as visit J.C. Newman on Instagram. Once again, at j.c.newmancigarco. Um, for more information, tomorrow is the last day. I don't know. I think, I think they're taking entries for today's. I don't know what the cutoff is, but uh, get on it right now. Um, so you can check that out at J.C. Newman. Um, Nicole, we, uh, it, it is, it's, we're, we're gearing down. I mean, we have one more episode of the year, and then uh, that's it. We're, 2022 and... is over. We have to announce our top twenty-five cigar list. <sighs> we we do. We that is being it's finalized. Um, the the smoke and tobacco team um, of myself, Nicole Mitchell, um, we we have been working on finalizing that list, and it's 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 just about there. And as soon as it's done, I think what's going to happen is we're going to go live, and we're going to do a little uh, a little countdown, if you will. Um, of going through all the cigars, and then we'll post on smokeandtobacco.com so that way everyone can get. And um, sorry, I'm gonna just do this one thing. Uh, and then we'll, you'll, like I said, we'll post it on online. And um, I don't know if we're gonna rank all of them or if we're gonna rank. I think we're gonna rank all of them. So um, they'll all be ranked in order and all that. So exciting stuff. Then we have our awards. We have our smoking tobacco awards for various different things. We have best innovation. We have um sorry we have our man of the year, man of the of the year, year stuff like that yeah. so yeah so we have all that stuff too so most innovative we'll shaking that out, you know uh well yeah i don't know if it'll be cigar specifically it's just general innovation within the industry but uh i think well i'll tease it this it's already been this one's already been settled it does involve a cigar it is a cigar um, but it's also more than that too. So there's, there's a lot going on there. So, um, you'll have to wait and find out. We'll be rolling those out. Um, I think we're going to get through Christmas first. So probably next week is the beginning of awards and cigar of the year and all that other stuff. So, 
just be sure to look out for all of that stuff. And I am using a different interface and I'm trying to find the interview window. There it is. Um, so without further ado, I think we should bring our guest on. I'm really excited about this because this particular company had probably one of the biggest years in the industry this year. I think that they made some one of the biggest splashes at the trade show. Uh, they made one of the biggest splashes within the industry. Uh, and they have cigars that are making some serious, serious contention uh, on some of these lists that we just talked about. So it's going to be interesting even including to see how ours. it all... <laughs> So there's, there's a lot. There's a lot going on here uh, with this company. But without further ado, we're going to bring on Oliver Nouveau of United Cigar. Uh, very excited to have Oliver with us tonight. Um, Oliver, it, it's always a pleasure. Uh, technically, Oliver is, is, like, is like one of our hometown peeps because he's technically based out of New Hampshire, even though he travels everywhere. Um, but I like to call him one of our own hometown peeps. So it's always exciting to have your own people on. Uh, Oliver, welcome back to the Smoke and Tobacco Show. Thank you, thank you. Love to be back. Um, so you you said so many nice things there. I can't thank you guys uh, both of you enough um, to, for for the possibility to be on every year around this time. I mean, nothing says Christmas like a a Frenchman living in Boston uh, smoking smoking <laughs> a Dominican yeah yeah, right? Um, but no, I appreciate that. And um, look with with everything everything that was going on in the cigar industry uh this year for for you to to even mention us in that same sentence is uh is humbling so i appreciate that but we've done a lot of work and uh it's it's good just to be to be noticed and to be uh to be talked about so thank you absolutely you know and it's it's not you know it's not bs um every, you know it, it, it's true and, and if anyone follows the the spare note show i um If anyone follows the um, the spare note show, uh, and you listen to you know myself and Coop, you know you, you know that we've talked about United all year long, um, especially right after the trade show. Going into the trade show, when we talked about who we most excited to see, it was United, La Flota Dominicana, McAuliffe, all the brands that were making their return, but not just because they were making their return, but because they're they're solid brands that have done great things and we knew that coming back to the trade show there was going to be things that you guys all brought to the table first of all you guys came back to the trade show um just the nelson alfonso stuff from selected tobacco was that you brought a lot more stuff with you this year then you go over to the just the strictly everything else united you had yaya you had red anchor you had the silver bar um Am I missing anything? I, well, there was the since the last time you attended a trade show in 2019, which was back then IPCPR. Uh, you had also kind of revamped the Bandolero line at Selected, so there was a lot of new stuff. Uh, oh, and you guys also brought on Arnold Andre that you now distribute. Correct. So that was also at the United. So th there was a there was a lot of new things that we saw from you guys at the trade show this year. And, you know, which some of it we knew about. So going into the trade show, it was like, oh, we know there's a couple new things. But then we got to the trade show and there was even more than we even thought. So, um, you know, same thing with LFD. LFD, you know, they were coming back. We knew that they had the NFT thing they were showing. They had a new cigar with the Soli. 
that Lito Gomez Jr. blended. So, I mean, like, there was, which you guys weren't actually that far away. So, that, that whole corner of the uh, the trade show floor, there, there was a lot of heat over there this year. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, we were in the, uh, we were really in the back corner. Uh, and, uh, you know, with LFD, you know, sharing, sharing good company. And um, there was a lot that went on in 2020, uh, 2022. So, yeah, you're absolutely right. 2019 was our last show. Um, you know, 2020 happened, uh, which we'd all like to uh, forget. And then 2021, we were redesigning the, the booth and we didn't think the PCA was going to happen. So we weren't, you know, ready for it. Um, and we didn't just want to go and, and display anything. So we, uh, you know, we, we weren't a part of it, uh, unfortunately, but still very, you know, supportive of, of the PCA, IPCPR. And, um, and then this year we wanted to, uh, yeah, really come out, uh, come out swinging. And Nelson had a, a, a totally new booth. Uh, United was so U, United Cigars. We we distribute Selected Tobacco, but because Selected Tobacco had grown over the last you know two years, not only not only with retailers and you, you know selling the product, but just the the product mix and what Nelson was coming out with, then United had grown so much that we really had to kind of separate the two to give both sides a proper. Um, you know, proper space to, to be able to talk about the product, display it and, um, and show it to retailers. So, uh, United had its own spot, right at the, right at the, uh, front end of the selected tobacco booth and then selected tobacco with Nelson. We had uh, everything displayed from the, the lines that were out like the Byron, Atabay and Bandolero. And then the new introductions of, you know, some lines within, within Byron, uh, the Byron, a peak poem, a humidor, um, launching and displaying brands coming out in 2023 and beyond and uh, you know the the Atabay humidor uh, which was front and center uh for for nelson and selected tobacco which is an absolutely gorgeous humidor that will be uh at uh, going out to retailers next year which is yeah uh, the 10, um 10 days yeah <laughs> uh first of all before we get before we get too ahead of ourselves here because uh, I don't want to miss anything. Um, I wanted to ask you, what are you smoking with us tonight? So tonight, I'm smoking the the Yaya. This is made by Carlos Guillermo Gonzalez out of the Magia Cubana factory. Uh, Dominican blend, Ecuadorian Habano wrapper. And um, great, great price point for retailers. Very approachable for consumers. Uh, just a lot of uh, a lot of flavor. And it was just, a, it was the right fit after a very long car ride for me from uh from connecticut uh where i was uh, i was in new york city and then connecticut uh just the last couple of days so it was uh it's a welcomed welcome cigar oh there you go um i'm smoking uh, a fan favorite nicole's not smoking tonight but i'm smoking a fan favorite from uh united selected tobacco i'm smoking the atabay spiritus lancero which if you head over to two guys cigars.com that's right that's the number two guyscigars.com you can pick up this cigar for 32 dollars, or you can buy a box of i believe is it, is it 25 oliver 25 count. 20 20 25 uh, you can pick up a box of, you can pick up a box of 25 atomy spare twos for 7.99 um hefty price point but you get what you pay for they're great cigars i mean these are some of the best cigars ever and this spiritus lancero is one of the best cigars i've ever smoked and that's no BS. I say it all the time. Nicole and I love this cigar. It's definitely in our our top favorite cigars of all time. And that is, again, at the number two, guyscigars.com. 
TwoGuysCigars.com has a great selection, really wide selection of cigars. All the fan favorites are there, including some new ones, some faces you may have never seen before, but you should give them a try. Um, the number two guys, cigars.com. Go over there, order some cigars, support our friends over there, but also order a lot of cigars, a lot of boxes, do some big orders so that Barry Stein has to, you know, box all your cigars up and, uh, and, and keep him busy. He need you know, we gotta, we gotta keep Barry busy and stressed. You know what I mean? Uh, as always, n- nothing but love to Barry. Just, uh, just a little bit of fun. But uh, I'm also, I'm also cutting, also cutting and letting my cigars with our Cigar Blondie accessories, the fabulous guillotine cutter from Cigar Blondie, as well as the slim, the sleek, the flat blade flame. Oh, I dropped the lighter there. Really stylish. Comes in three finishes: the chrome, the white, and the black. Only at CigarBlondie.com. Um, Oliver, you know we kind of talked about it a little bit before. Um, about the year you had and some of the stuff you guys have done. Um, you know, you talk about, you, you talked about selected a little bit. We talked about Yaya. You're smoking a Yaya tonight. Um, that's obviously, um, one of the newer things. Another cigar I wanted to talk about, I want to start it off kind of with this and we'll kind of go back to some of the other stuff, but, um, the Red Anchor. I mean, Red Anchor is, yes, is. that was, that's a fan, that's a fantastic cigar. Nicole and I both smoked it. Thank you. We both smoked it. We were both blown away by it. It was like, wow. Um, tell tell us a little bit about that brand. Now, I, I know the story. Uh, the viewers might not, but um, that that's a that's an old brand. That brand name it may be new to some people today, but that brand has been around for an extremely long time. It has, and actually, in seventeen seventy two, the right light on that, but that's that's the red anchor. Um, you know, we want to first, if we just, you know, look at the packaging, you know, red anchor right on the front. When you see it, that's the first thing that you, you say. There's no there's no confusion. Uh, there's no mistaking it. When you walk into a shop, you may not remember the name of the brand, but you usually remember either colors or uh, maybe the way it sounded. So we, um, you know, you, you look at this band, it's very classy and it's just a red anchor. So you can't, you can't forget this. Um, then what we hope when you get it in your hands you're going to love it. And then another reason not to forget it is just the blend of tobaccos. But Red Anchor started in 1772. It's the oldest, uh, from our, our research, the oldest uh, cigar brand uh, in, in the world. So last, or uh, sorry, this year, uh, we launched the, the Red Anchor One Size the Admiral 6x52 to celebrate the 250th anniversary of Red Anchor. And we worked very, very closely with the Kellner family, um, actually, excuse me, Hendrick uh, Jr. at uh, at KBF. And this was a project that we started to talk to the the family and and working with KBF, um, you know, a little while back because Red Anchor was a brand that was started in Holland. So the Henke, um, the Kellner family was uh, originally from Holland and, and we wanted to partner with them. We thought it'd be a great partnership. Uh, KBF has incredible tobacco and we thought it'd be a perfect fit. So when we sat down, uh, we went through really, it was, it was pretty quick when we were coming up with the blends because we presented the idea, what we wanted. And it was, it was, it was wild just seeing Hendrick come alive with it and saying, you know, I have some tobacco that I wanted to work with. And there's a a blend that I've been working on and I'm very excited about it. So we sat down, um, we went over a couple things and then the next trip out, he had this blend that uh, was, I mean, really just spot on 
um, and and nailed it right out of the uh, right out of the gate. So it's an Ecuadorian uh, 2000 uh, Habano wrapper. And then there's a lot of a lot of tobacco that he uses from the the family farms, but the um, the binder is a Dominican um, Monte Plata uh, binder, and then he uses uh, San Vicente Dominican uh, Habano '92 Dominican and Pennsylvania uh, USA uh, tobacco in there. So it's a it's a great blend. It's uh, very distinct. Um, it is it you know it's a more of a premium uh, price point, but the the cigars are are aged. The tobacco's aged. It's a beautiful blend. That, um, that was actually very well received at the show. Uh, we had we had the father coming over to the booth multiple times, bringing people over because he was thrilled with the with the packaging, with the cigar, with the project, and uh, and stealing a lot of our samples. So uh, you know we were running out pretty quickly. Yeah, that, uh, I remember by the time I got to the booth, um, I what we what we first saw you. Like right out of the gate, I think you were the first one, or you no, you were you were the second one. But like we, we I remember I, I set it up to like get you like almost right away because I knew like you guys yeah, were gonna first, be busy. First day, right in the morning, I, you were there. Yeah, it was like it was right out of the gate, and but we only got to do selected, and then I think there was some, there was like already like five people waiting for you, and I was like, I'll come back, we'll do United later, and and so by the but by the time I made it back to do United stuff. All the samples were gone. I think I, I think you only had like one left, so I, I got one, um, and uh, I, I I brought it home and I let it rest and I smoked it and I was like, wow, this is great. And then I picked up some more. Nicole had it. Uh, we really we really enjoyed it. I think you know, the price point on that I believe is it was around like twenty five bucks. So yeah, for the for the admiral, um, it was twenty five, um, and that's obviously with you know non tax states, but uh, twenty five dollar price point. Yeah, I, you're right. It's it's you know once you go above that twenty, I I know there's a lot of people out there that probably you know they start to see as you know getting kind of getting up there in price. But you know it, when it comes to you know certain brands, you know like I, I you know like I said with the Atabay, you know you, you get what you pay for most of the time. Uh, sometimes sometimes you don't, but with United stuff, you know Red Anchor, Atabay, Byron, um, some you know certainly you know some of the Padron stuff even um you know yeah i mean it's it's good quality i mean you're getting a great cigar a lot of flavor balanced profile very complex um it, it's definitely a cigar you got to try and and i'm i'm betting now that you're going to see that cigar on several lists um as all the lists start to come out you know we're, we're in that Ciano cigar coop started to roll out ca's already announced their cigar of the year um you know there's the half wheel consensus then there's the half wheel list there's our list there's so many more. I bet you you're going to see that cigar more unless um, it's it's fan it's yeah, fantastic. Um, it's it really is. And you know, an, another cigar that that came out this year, um, you guys also did a Bandolero Firecracker. Now the Firecracker series is something that you guys do every year, but this time you did it with uh, kind of with with a brand that's already kind of under the the United umbrella with the Bandolero, which I thought was also very interesting. That was very unique. Uh, uh, unique, uh, unique. Um, that was a great cigar. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, the the bandolero. Yeah, it, within within our portfolio. But again, we don't we don't manufacture that. Uh, you know those lines. So that right. is that's out of the selected tobacco portfolio. So it was it was unique because the fire the regular United Firecracker is our 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 production that we do throughout the year. 
and that's sold out to retailers. And then the retailers that carry the United Firecracker then have access to those limited releases. And in the past, it's always been the limited release, that, uh, the, the, the large one that comes out in uh, end of June for the 4th of July. Um, that we work with other manufacturers and that's a special edition limited run. Usually now it's up to a thousand thousand boxes, um, you know, per, per release. And it just seemed like the, the right fit. The Bandolero was still young to the, the market, but it's a cigar that's aged uh, for a minimum of one to two years post roll. So it's something that we had planned on when, um, you know, Bandolero was kind of starting to gain some ground. And I think it worked, you know, it worked for both of us, uh, both sides, because people that, um, you know, that we have some firecracker accounts that don't carry Bandolero. And then there are some, um, you know, uh, accounts that had Bandolero that just wanted to get into the United portfolio and to get access to that, they had to carry the firecracker. So it was, it was great timing. Uh, I think the blend was, was absolutely phenomenal. It was a blend. It was a mix between the Serie A and the Serie C in Bandolero. So you had a little, uh, you know, a little mix and a little, little more kick, but it was very unique and it was, yeah, absolutely fantastic, fantastic cigar. And you actually, you did two firecrackers this year because you also did the big poppy firecracker that we saw at TPE earlier this year, uh, with our now formerly LRTs and now Artista cigars uh, in the Dominican Republic. Yeah, we did the the big poppy again. I'm a big baseball fan, so that was right for opening day. There was a little bit of a delay uh this year with the season so you know the timing kind of helped us uh helped us as well because there were some delays on production but uh yeah great partnership yeah. partnership there and we have yeah, uh, I, we have I, a couple I, firecrackers coming out oh sorry <laughs> go ahead no no, no. We, we, so we have a little bit of a delay tonight because our setup's a little bit different than it normally is so bear with us i was just i was adding in there like i forgot I, I did forget that the baseball season started late and i do remember because because the baseball season was supposed to start earlier than usual because they were trying to redo the schedule, but then because of the strike, it got pushed out even later than it was supposed to, yeah. uh, which it, it did help you guys because you had it more closer to opening day than originally planned, so that was good. <laughs> yeah, there were there were some delays. You know, packaging has been a, an issue with with everyone. Uh, there was you know there were some delays there, and then trying to get um, you know David Ortiz to record some personalized videos because inside of every um every big poppy firecracker box there was a qr code and you scan the code and it gave you a personalized or a video for the the big poppy firecracker and then there were 10 boxes that were signed and those 10 boxes had a unique code for uh the winners of the of the autograph box that had an a, an additional video uh, to share with them. So between that whole production, it delayed us a little bit, but we were, yeah, we were on time uh, for, for what happened to be the opening day this year. Um, that also, w w that was a great cigar. Uh, the big poppy line the brand itself is, is one that I've enjoyed. Um, it was one of, it was one of the first cigars that was done for an athlete that I really felt was, kind of set kind of set itself apart or or even just like the celebrity cigars as a whole you know you hear a lot of people talk about the celebrity brand cigars and you know if you watch the spare notes show we, we coop and i have definitely covered this topic very specifically you know there's a lot of times a lot of those kind of come out and it sounds cool it gets a lot of flash in the beginning because the name's attached but 
there's and, and it's not me saying that they're bad, but just there's there's been a trend where these these cigars come out and then they kind of just fade away, um, and then they kind of disappear. Big Poppy is one of those cigars that really kind of hasn't. It's it's continued to grow. It's stuck around. It's a great cigar. It's made by great factory, great people. Yeah. Um, you know, it, they they've had, they've added on to that. They've done the limited edition. You know, with you guys at United. So um, clearly, you know that that cigar is really working for them. Um, and that's and that's 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 a big deal because, like I said, that's that's not something that happens to every one of those celebrity collabs that you see. Uh, there's several I could mention that I won't, but there's several I could mention that have come out in the last couple of years that I don't see anywhere anymore. Um, I don't hear anyone talking about them. I don't see anyone smoking them, and it's just kind of like why that. But I, I still see Big Poppy being smoked. I still hear people talking about it. I still have people asking me like, "Oh, have you had that cigar? That sounds great." And I always tell people, "Yeah, it is." Um, you know, so there, there's still some buzz there, which I, so I think that's great. Um, great for you guys. Yeah, I, I think it's great a testament. Yeah. For us, for us, it's fantastic. I think it's a testament to to Ram uh, at at Artista for for what he's he's done with the with the company. Um, you know, his you're talking to him. His his focus was creating a cigar, and then it seemed like the right fit with you know with, with David Ortiz. And you know, not to say the the other companies, you know, it, it, maybe it just didn't work out as a flash in the in the pan. Uh, they were more focused on the celebrity than the than the cigar. But uh, I know I can just speak on, you know, uh, our artistas uh, production that uh, they did a phenomenal job with the, with the blend. And we were very happy with the, the firecracker that they produced for us. Yeah, the uh, the up now, do, was there a re-release of the Wise Man Maduro firecracker this year as well? Because I know there they came out last year. <laughs> oh, OK. Yeah, 20, 2021. So typically, if we do um, a firecracker with another manufacturer and it's a limited release, if they are willing and it was a success for for both sides, um, you know, we we typically will approach them for a second run and we'll do a re-release. So last year we had the Wise Man Maduro that was the uh, June release, and we did the re-release with uh, with with Nick at Foundation for the Wise Man Maduro in the fall. And, um, and that was you know, another, you know, just another great, great blend. It's, you know, that's all foundation. That's all Nick, he, you know, that's, that's his blend. And they'll, they'll tweak it a little bit for the, the, the particular, um, you know, size of a firecracker. That's a three and a half by, by 50. But, um, yeah, we did the re-release in the fall and, uh, yeah, we have a couple, a couple more firecrackers coming out, uh, this year in addition to the June uh, really so uh the firecracker's been been doing well for retailers it's a it's a nice piece to keep the, the you know the customers engaged um and, and keep them excited about the the brand there's always something something new coming out yeah the um i'm trying to think back to what year was it um was it 2020 you guys did the perdomo firecracker it was 2020. I think it was because I remember 20, I think it was 20, during the 2020 was, yeah, 2020 was Perdomo. And then we did the re release in uh, 2021. Yeah. I, that, that was one of my favorites out of all of them. That was one of my favorites. Yeah. It's, it's hard. It's hard to go wrong. <laughs> you, you know, and everyone's got a, you know, everyone's got a different palette. So 
maybe people you know like the the productions we do with the the different manufacturer maybe they don't but that that one it's hard to go wrong with Perdomo I mean they're very very consistent um you know great flavor profiles across the board and uh they have they have something for for everybody in their portfolio oh yeah 100 percent 100%. I mean, like you said, you can't, you can't it, and it's you can't go wrong with Perdomo. Perdomo is one of those brands yeah. where um, great price point, but super high quality, consistent, always on the mm-hmm. shelf. I mean, it's you just you just you can't go wrong with Perdomo. I mean, you get you got a you got a genius like Nick Perdomo. I mean, anyone who's ever gotten to have five minutes of conversation with Nick will know. I mean, that that guy is just. I mean, he's 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 in it to win it. I mean, he's dialed in. He's focused. You know, he he doesn't take shortcuts. Um, he's truly unique. He's truly truly unique. Um, in addition to all of that, the firecrackers are great, fun fun stuff. Um, look forward so, to, to seeing you know new yeah. ones coming out. But there's a, oh, there's a question. Ahead. I just see that that popped up. It says you know from oh. from Law. It says they made. They made the Perdomo firecracker for two guys. Perdomo was okay with someone else making their stick. So just to clarify, um, the firecracker came out in 2006, 2007 as a production for, um, for David Garofalo, who came up with the, the firecracker size. Then after that, it went through, um, you know, a couple of years. And then they, uh, the first like collaboration was the, the M80 that came out uh, with Tatuaje. And then in, 2015 the collaboration was with lfd so that was that was the first launch with you know uh, uh, to to keep it consistent to do a limited release so anytime there's a limited release with the firecracker line it's not us blending it or or working we'll work with the manufacturer but they'll send us you know some some samples but really it's their blend it's their take on their brand so in particular that perdomo was made by Nick Perdomo at the Perdomo factory. It was the 20th uh, anniversary blend, so it was it was it was um, uh, it was very important for for Nick, and it was a you know great and for everyone at Perdomo, but a very important um, you know collaboration. So they they used uh, the 20th century blend and uh, 20th anniversary rather. So it, it was made at their factory. It's their cigar. It's just a collaboration, and it's sold exclusively um, and distributed exclusively through United cigars right yeah i know that that's something that has come up before a lot of people a lot of people think not even just the firecracker but a lot of the united stuff i i i've had a lot of people say oh it's two guys it, it, it's it's not it's not a two guys throw. this is a united united Exclusive, is a separate right? entity from two guys smoke shop um so anything that united does is for united it's not for two guys smoke shop and uh i know i know this has been a topic too so i i will i will jump in with you on this and have you clarify that yes they are separate entities um especially the firecracker and it's it's not for two guys smoke shop it's for united cigar yeah well and and, and obviously two guys is you know i mean he created the firecracker he has access to the limited releases they True. go to the two guys shops but um but yeah as as a distribution arm manufacturing arm that's the united side and and that's where we work with the different manufacturers and, um, and and we manufacture our own cigars as well. Absolutely. And now in, in addition to all of that, um, you guys have started to, to bring in more brands, you know, like I mentioned before, one of them that was interesting, um, Arnold Andre, a brand that mm. uh, if I, if I remember correctly, 
it, it, that brand's already kind of been out in in Europe, but it's it's making its debut in the U.S. with United, or has it already been here? Correct. No, no. It's uh, so Arnold Andre is a, a a company that's over two hundred years old. They produce. Um, I think we're mainly known for their their cigarillos and machine made throughout Europe. And in two thousand and ten, they bought a factory uh, in the Dominican and started producing premium cigars for the, for their uh, European market. And the, you know they had they had approached some some companies to have their cigars distributed in the U.S. Um, I guess nothing ever worked out. And we were fortunate enough to, uh, you know, to sit with them and it was the right partnership. It fit into our portfolio, uh, great price points and, and great cigars. So we took on only two of their lines, but they have, um, I don't want to, I mean, they, they have quite a few premium cigars that they, they distribute outside of the U.S. The two lines that we brought in to the U.S. Uh, with them was the Montosa which comes in a natural and a Maduro right around the $6 price point retail. And then the Terra Nova, which comes in the Araparique and a dark fired Kentucky blend. So, um, you know, very distinct, very unique, um, you know, beautiful blends that dark fired Kentucky is, is, is nothing to shy away from. Uh, I know some people, when I, I, I say it, they, they, they cringe a little bit because they, they're thinking it's very smoky, very peaty, but it's very subtle. Uh, it's a nice medium-bodied cigar, but just a, a great amount of smokiness to complement the the cigar. Yeah, I I tried those cigars when they when they first went on sale. Um, I enjoyed them. I thought they were they were very good, great quality, especially with the price point. Um, they uh, it, it was nice to see something just kind of new. You know, it was refreshing to see just a whole mm-hmm. new brand in the market. Uh, which we've seen, we've you kind of always see like new brands, right? But it, but brands that already have existed for a while, and now they're making their U.S. debut. We've specifically seen that with a handful of brands the last couple of years, and it's just kind of interesting because you take a brand that's already, it's not a new brand that's just trying to like get legs as a whole. Those brands that have already been established, and now they're just trying to, you know, debut in the U.S. market, which you know for cigars is uh, a, a pretty big market. So. Uh, it's always interesting to see. Well, how do they perform in the U.S. market? So, um, you know, hopefully they continue, continue to do well. Uh, but no, they're 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 great cigars, and um, you know they they. Uh, sorry, I lost my whole train of thought there. Um, I had something yeah. wrong with my headset, <laughs> no. and I no, was... pulled it away, and then I'm like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, no, it was important yeah, no, for them the... to, to come to the to the U.S. and and um, you know that that partnership that that we have with them. You know, for right now has been um, has been working out very well, so um, you know still a lot of growth that needs to be needs to be done. But uh, but but again, it's a it's a new brand to the market, and you know to your point, it's 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 not easy. There have been several, uh, even even you know brands that come in that aren't in Europe yet that are trying to break into the U.S. market. It's not easy, and uh, a lot of European brands that have that have come to the U.S. market um, have been have had a little more pushback than they originally thought. Yeah, I mean, there's there's definitely there's a few that come to mind that uh, I that I can remember that have have come out and I don't want to say that they thought it would be easy because I mean I don't think you have, anyone can ever say like they think anything's gonna be easy but it, it it's you, like you see a brand you're like oh wow like, this is cool they've been around whatever um, and there's been a few that that have just kind of tapered away and kind of just gone back to Europe 
Uh, and then there's some that have come and they've they've grown and they've got even bigger because they they mm-hmm. made it in the U.S. market. So it, it is. It's interesting to see you know the U.S. market specifically, especially in this industry, um, given kind of the nature. I mean, mm-hmm. we're the only country in the world that doesn't have Cuban cigars. So any anytime you leave the United States and you go to a cigar shop, I mean, you have Habanos and then you have New World. Whereas you come to the United right. States, it's new world as they all call it and then there's no cubans so it's a very different dynamic when you're talking about the marketplace in the retail shops and and in the online stores uh because you you don't have that whole cuban dynamic going against everything else it's just we only know you know dominican nicaragua honduras uh we don't we don't have that other cuban aspect that has all this you know glitz and and mythery behind it that they all have like oh well with, you have the Cuban stuff, which is what we know and what we love. And then there's this new stuff that, okay, we're trying to get into. But us, it's just, we just have that new stuff. And I mean, if if you ask if you ask anyone here, arguably much, much better than the Cuban stuff these days. So, <laughs> Right. And, and part, of, part of that, you know, not to take anything away from the Cubans, but part of that is because that's what we have access to. So that's what, uh, that's what we know. But um, yeah, I mean, they're... We're fortunate enough, uh, I think, in the U.S. to have an incredible selection of cigars from from all over the world. You know, Honduras, Nicaragua, absolutely, uh, Dominican. Yeah, so very fortunate. Now, <clears throat> we uh, there's there's another thing I was I wanted to get to tonight. I was, I was trying to kind of build up to a little bit, but um, I'm excited to get into it. And we we mentioned Cuba, uh, and when you mentioned Cuba. When it comes to United, you know, you think of selected tobacco, you think of Nelson Alfonso. Now, a lot of people know Nelson previously from the work he's done with Habanos on, on some of their things um, design-wise, right? He's he's an artist. He's creative genius, as some would say. Right. Um, you are very fortunate uh, to be someone who gets to work with Nelson <laughs> and, yeah. and hear his ideas and see, get to see things. Um, he... He is, he, he really is. He, he's done some amazing stuff. But this year, um, we saw the debut of the Alfonso line. Now, the Alfonso line is arguably probably one of the best, if not the best cigar I've smoked all year. Um, wow. That really blew me away. I liked that cigar better than Atabay and Byron combined. And those are two brands that wow. I, 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 wow. Hold, I hold to some really high regards. I really... I really enjoy the Alfonso. Um, tell just tell us a little bit about that cigar for anyone who maybe hadn't heard about it yet, who maybe already is familiar with some of his other things. Um, I know that this one was a big one for you guys this year. Yeah, the Alfonso line uh, debuted along with the Byron eighteen fifty line this year at the PCA, and you know when. When we have conversations with with Nelson, and when I you know I talk to I talk to Nelson about once once a week, and he started to describe the Alfonso line and the Byron eighteen fifty, and I just in my mind at the time I couldn't imagine something that was going to set itself apart as just different, not not better, uh, but in your words, thank you, that's a you know high praise. But how was he going to you know distinguish these cigars um, from the lines that had already been out from Atabay and Byron and, and Bandolero? And when, when he started to explain the process uh, behind the Alfonso and the Byron 1850, and then had a, I had a chance to smoke them, um, I was I was blown blown away because they were very still very unique. 
but completely different from Atabay and and the the core Byron line. So what he did differently was with Alfonso. So with his lines, if I back up, his lines, the Atabay Byron Bandolero, he'll take the cigars, they go through three to five different fermentations, the tobaccos age once they're rolled in Costa Rica, not using any Costa Rican tobacco. Once they're rolled, they're shipped out to um, to Spain. And that's where Nelson puts them into true aging rooms. So for the first year, all the cigars are placed into a single room that's lined with different five different cedars, Cuban, Spanish, Mexican, Brazilian, and Lebanese cedars. They'll go through an aging process where humidity is brought down to 40% and then back up to 70 give or take five, you know, 5%. And what that does is the cigar actually shrinks when it goes to 40%. So it's purging all the humidity that's in the cigar. It's purging it out. It's forcing out the humidity. Then when it goes up to that 70%, it's breathing in all the different cedar notes throughout the humidor. So that goes through the process for Bandolero. It's one to two years of post-roll age. Byron, anywhere from three to five years, and that's noted with the secondary band and all Atabays are aged for a minimum of five years. But the cigars are placed into an aging room for the first year because he wants to make sure that the cigars are completely void of any ammonias or impurities. Once they go through that first stage of the aging process in that humidor, they're all removed from that humidor, and then they're placed into another aging room where then they can kind of finish off their, their aging process. So that's that's Nelson's line, and that's that's unique to the to the industry and to to cigars. With the Alfonso and the Byron 1850, Nelson took it a step further, not only changing you know changing the blends, uh, using more Nicaraguan Ligero for for both lines and more Peruvian tobacco, but inside the humidors for Alfonso and for the Byron 1850 only, he started using more French or started using rather French oak, which just offered a when I smoke them, a different layer of complexity to to the cigar. So, um, you know, the Alfonso and the Byron 1850 are are, are very unique uh, to the portfolio. It it offers a completely different uh, experience, and I don't know if it's a hundred percent because of that aging process, or if it's because the experience when you're smoking the selected tobacco lines that it it just takes you away mentally and physically. But they smoke a lot slower than a typical cigar like even even the yaya i'm smoking now the you know the rebuso size if i take the brujos in the atabay line and i smoke that that smoke time is a lot longer than a yaya robusto um, is and you know part of that is the aging it's the tobacco but you know the value per minute is is much greater in the selected tobacco line do you think that the in french oak is a it's an interesting one um and french oak is also something that is used a lot in the in the, in the wine barrel process uh, or the wine barrel um um you know aging process wine with, whiskey you know, yeah. yeah yeah even even yeah even with whiskey too um uh, so that's interesting you, you often compare you know the alcohol aging process of certain types of you know wine whiskey uh, you know with tobacco because it, it it's it's not the same but it's similar it's, it's the same kind of mentality right um yeah you know and you always, and you always, and you always hear cedar 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 now you hear french oak and you kind of like take a step back and be like oh really um 
but you're right. And it, it's funny that you say that because I noticed the same thing. That was, it was such, you do pick up that French oak. It's, it's different. You, you, you taste it on the palate. You, you, you're like, there's something, there's this flavor here that I'm not used to tasting and it's really nice and it blends really nice. And and it's is a smooth flavor, and of course, you know, with his aging process being what it is, I mean, the cigars they age so well, and <clears throat> all the impurities that come out, and just it's such a clean, just velvety smoke. Yeah. But to have that extra flavor component in there, it really, it, I think it, it's it, it really changed the 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 whole thing with just that just that French oak. Yeah, with just the French oak, and, and you know, you said it, and then uh, it looks like Mitchell mentioned it too. You were use the word clean. Um, and I, you know, I've been saying that for, for years. And when I, when I talked to Nelson about the cigar, when you're smoking those cigars at, once you're done, you know, you smoked a cigar, you know, it's obvious, but your palate is just so, so clean. And you're, you're absolutely right. When you're looking at, um, you know, scotches, bourbons, uh, tequilas, it's the, it's an aging process, but it's, it's the woods that are used. They're, they're so fixated on the woods in those spirits that, um, you can, you can he, you can see it in their in their labeling and their descriptions. One of the first things that they talk about is aged in you know French oak or or you know charred oak or um, you know cherry casks. It's so the wood is so important for the spirits that you know Nelson has always been fixated on the wood and the aging. That the cedar is so important to the cigar's aging process and allowing the cigars to and the tobacco to properly marry together. That um, that changing it and using starting to use French oak was was just important to him. He was fixated on it because as he was researching and, and looking for um, you know more cedars, he wanted to change things up. And and French oak, I mean, some of the some of the barrels that are used are are thousands and thousands of dollars. And if the spirit companies are are using these you know these these French oaks, he thought it was important and uh, and wanted to see what it would do to a cigar. And I, I think he uh, he nailed it. Yeah, and, and you know, you talk about um, the Byron eighteen fifty as well, um, being also part of that process. And I know that at the trade show, we saw—I know it's not out, but we also saw a Nelson. So we, so there's Alfonso, yeah. but then there's also a Nelson, which I—I I don't know—is is that still on track to come out next year? That looks like that's going to be a twenty twenty four release 2024 okay so so what's what's amazing and what's great about nelson is that he can you know there's there's good and bad because when you when you showcase these uh you know these new cigars then that's what people they see and then they want to they want to order they want to see how they can get them but they're just not ready but because he has cigars aging and new projects in development years in advance um you know he's able to showcase them so you can see what's coming out and what the, the trajectory of the, of the company is. <clears throat> and, uh, and that's, that's the brilliance of, of Nelson and selected the back. Now I know what, I know what, I know what that brand, he's kind of gone another different direction, which I also thought was unique. That cigar is going to be, if I remember correctly, it's going to be five different cigars that are all from a different region. Is that what I remember correctly? Yeah, for for the for the Nelson, he's uh, he's working on for the Nelson, yeah, uh, yeah, for with different tobaccos, and that's what's that's what's you know changing the the release time. 
Um, but uh, yeah, he's trying to use, you know, kind of have different, different regions featured and, and possibly in the future, different manufacturers that are, are highlighted uh, with the line. But, uh, but yeah, that's, that's causing a little bit of, little bit of delay. Ah, interesting. Um, we look forward to seeing that one. That that's going to be another. You know, I feel like every it's like every you could look at every specific um, brand or line or whatever, and there's just something unique about it. And I think that's another interesting thing about um, Nelson and his brand as a whole. But even you look at the other the non-select stuff that you know you guys have with United, you know, whether it's Red Anchor, it's Yaya, you have the Arnold Andre stuff. It's like every single one of those pieces is so unique and different. But when you look at the entire United portfolio, you put all of it together. Like you have, you have such a diverse collection and everything. It can tell its own story. It's very specific. The cigars stand alone. Um, you look at brands, right? Brands that offer cigars. Um, obviously they're all going to be different, but they're going to have similarities because they all kind of, they come from the same kitchen, so to speak, right? Where you guys are not a, a manufacturer, you know, you're more of a distributor. You have some of your own products or whatever, but, you know, you have um, you have such a, a collection of all these different pieces from all these different people that when you put your own portfolio together, um, it's it really is. It's, it's such a it's really such a cool, such a cool setup when you go and look at the United products. And if you go to a United retailer who carries Maybe not everything, but you know, a, a nice, a nice majority of of some kind of some of these cigars. It, it's nice. You could you know you could grab United cigars. You can grab like three or four different brands, and you could smoke all all completely different stuff. Uh, and it's all great stuff too. And that's one of the other things I like is that while you know you carry you know brands right, all of the brands you guys carry, they all have that. They all have that. Um, they have their they have their price point and it works for them and I think that it's a reasonable price point for what it is. You have they all have the the high quality. I don't think there's anything you guys carry that doesn't reflect its quality and its price point. If that makes sense, I mean everything just is 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 kind of where it should be and it reflects the right way. And um, I mean, whether it's a firecracker or it's a yaya or it's Arnold Andre, whether it's some of the United stuff like the United box press. Um, banded stuff that you guys have, or then you go into yeah. Nelson stuff. I mean, it all is it just it all just fits so well together, and that's one of the things about United as a whole that we've talked about is that it, it just take the brands themselves and the cigars themselves out of it. Just you look at the way that you guys have really set up your portfolio, and then the way that you guys present it all. It just it just it fits so well together, um, and just the way you guys roll it out and everything you do with it. Uh, it's just, it, it seems like the perfect marriage, right? You know, and this is something, you know, like I said, if you watch the Spare Note Show, Coop and I have talked a lot about United this year um, and all the different things you guys have done. And um, it, it's it's just been really fun to watch. It really has. I just, I have to say, it's, it's been so fun to watch. Thank you. Um, watching you guys grow too. I mean, I remember a few years ago, you guys were still kind of, you know, working on some new stuff. And like now we're seeing like some of these new brands come in with you, new projects you guys are working on or projects that, you know, the manufacturers you carry are working on. Like it's all like starting to really slowly continue to build and come together. And it's just been so fun to watch that. And I think that, you know, we did our, our power rankings uh, pieces a few weeks ago. I believe it was on the, on the hot list of like, who's hot right now. And United was on that list. Um, you guys are hot and it's not because of one cigar. 
It's not because of one brand. It's it, like it's not even just because of out of a Byron Bandolero. You know, that's obviously one that people talk about a lot because, I mean, I know it's whatever, but it's it's even the other stuff. It's Yaya. It's Arnold Andre. It's, you know, it's the, all the different firecrackers you guys do. I mean, it's 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 everything. Uh, it's just because there's so many different ways you guys can continue to be unique. And I think that's really what makes you guys shine. So, like I said, I just I had to I just had to say that. I mean, it's it's been so fun to Thank watch you. United as a company grow because you guys have just every every time it's just been, you know, just something new, something creatively forward. And it, and it's always it's for so far it's been a hit and it really has. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's been, uh, I started with the company in 2016 and it was, it was still, I mean, it was a young company. They would really just, it was, well, it was, it was David, David Garofalo who started it. And then uh, they would go to the show once a year, really just for selected tobacco. Um, when, when I came on board in 2016, um, you know, Dave, who is just an absolute workhorse, um, constantly working. I mean, we're, you know, we, we talk over the, over the weekends, um, you know, getting either through text messages or, 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 or calls. And, um, there was, you know, to, to work for someone like that to then, you know, kind of test the waters with me at first. Um, you know, when I came on board, we talked about, you know, my background, what we could do. And it was a project that was still very young, unknown. There were just a few retailers across the country that, that, that even knew about United cigars or, or the product. And after, you know, really, I have to say just after a couple months, he, he really just gave me free reign and said, look, you know, run with it. And obviously I you know, authorize everything through him. Um, but, you know, give me free reign to start working on the different packaging to kind of rejuvenate some of the brands, um, you know, reblend some of the, the cigars as, as well. So that, that takes me to the Dominican about three to three to four times a year. Um, and then just introducing the lines and the portfolio, you know, as, as you touched on, is very extensive. We have cigars from a dollar fifty all the way up to uh, fifty plus dollars, and that's not because you know we set the the price point for for everything. We distribute cigars as well, so some of those cigars in the portfolio, the higher end, that's that's coming from the you know the the manufacturer, and that's where we have to have to set it. The cigars that we come out with, you can see they go from you know the Red Anchor. One justified the the price, so we wanted to you know, to get that project going because of the tobacco used, um, because of the process. But when we come out with a cigar that that we are able to cut cost on, you know, something like the United, it's still under a, the ten dollar price point. So we try to pass any sure. savings we have. We try to manufacture a you know good cigar that's quality. Um, that smokes well, that will provide a good experience. And if we can pass that on to the retailers so that, you know, they can, um, you know, sur survive with a product on the shelf that offers them, you know, a, a, a quality product at a good price point that their customers can then come in and, and purchase, smoke and enjoy and come back for, uh, you know, that's, that's all we wanted to, to do. So it's been, it's been a challenging road uh, because 2016, as I said, when I started, I was, I was traveling across the country just myself there. We didn't have anybody else representing the brand. I have a, a tremendous support team in the, uh, you know, in the office and the, in the warehouse, but it was, uh, it was myself three weeks out of the month, uh, suitcase in the never left the room and, and, you know, hitting the road. And, um, you know, now we're fortunate enough where we have, you know, seven brokers on the, on the road representing, uh, different territories in the, in the U S and then the territories that, uh, that aren't covered by someone else and I'm still traveling for. So it's, um, 
you know, it's, it's a lot of work, but to hear, to sit down with you or if I, you know, with the retailer I was with today to hear someone say that, you know, they, they recognize the brand or they know the name or, um, you know, they've seen so many changes and it's all positive. It, it means a tremendous amount, but it's incredibly humbling too. So thank you. Yeah. I mean, no, absolutely. It's, you know, it's, um, it's, it's the truth. I mean, it's just, you know, like I said, I call it like I see it. And, uh, you know, there's, there's been times when we see stuff that we don't think is great and we'll say it. Um, but you know, this is really how we feel about it. And it's something that, you know, you guys can go back and watch all the episodes. We've talked about it all year. I'm not making this up. So it really has. It's United's been one of like three or four companies that have just really been like, fuck. I mean, like, <laughs> it's just, just great this year. Um, it's, 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 it's been, it's, it's really been a ride for you guys. And, I'm, I'm excited for you. Uh, Oliver, I'm going to give you a break for a second. Uh, I'm going to bring Nicole back on. We're going to talk news really quickly. Our news is once again brought to you by McAuliffe Cigars. If you head over to McAuliffeCigars.com today, sign up to become an official ambassador. And while you're at it, head over to their Facebook McAuliffe Ambassadors group to hang out with all of the other McAuliffe Ambassadors in such a great social atmosphere only at McAuliffe Cigars. All right, Nicole, what do we have this week? So I am still here indeed. Just wanted to say that. Um, today's news. Scandinavian Tobacco Group to appeal decision in Cohiba trademark ruling. The U.S. trademark trial and appeal board yesterday ruled in favor of Cuban government-owned Cuba Tobacco, Habanos S.A., and its lawsuit against Scandinavian Tobacco Group's general cigar company over the trademark registrations for the Cohiba mark in the United States. General Cigar, which manufactured excuse me, manufacturers and markets, the Cohiba brand in the United States has vowed to rigor rigorously defend its rights and immediately appeal the ruling. Regis, uh, I'm probably going to butcher his name, um, Roserma, president of STG's North American, excuse me, North America and rest of the world division said, Cuba Tobacco's challenge to General Cigar's ownership of the Cohiba trademark in the U.S. has no merit and this decision by the TTAB will have no impact on General Cigar's plans to manufacture, sell, market, and enforce the Cohiba mark in the U.S. General Cigar's trademark registrations will also remain active while the appeal is pending. If you want to read more, head on over to smokeandtobacco.com because the full article is there as well as the rest of this week's news. Absolutely. Always head over to SpokeyTobacco.com for all of the latest news and updates from the cigar industry. Um, there was a there was a bunch of different stuff that came out this week. This was a busy week for news. Um, another interesting one that came out, and I don't know if Nicole, you don't have to pull it up, but I'll just, I'm just going to reference it really quick. Um, uh, El Septimo hired Kevin Petosa from J.C. Newman Cigars. Um, he's going to be over there doing uh, in the role of director of business development and credit. Um, the third and final part of our uh, final quarter segment, uh, the Who to Watch segment, is also up now. The companies who we think uh, maybe they aren't at the top of the list, but they're definitely ones to watch for the next couple of years going forward. Uh, that is up on uh, SpokenBacker.com, as well as uh, several updates from the PCA, Scar Rights of America, regarding um, the report on the CTP structural and operational concerns. Uh, the failings at the FDA's Tobacco Center highlighted by the independent report. PCA launches the first international grassroots campaign in Canada. All that cool and fun stuff. You can hear all about it. I know it's a little dry, but it's also important stuff. And you should read about it when you have some time because it does affect your rights as a cigar smoker. You can head over to SmokingTobacco.com today and read all about it. Um, Oliver, 
I'm going to do the, uh, I think is Nicole back ahead. She came out here really quick. Um, Nicole, are you still there? Yes, I am. Oh, sorry. Uh, I'm going to, I want to jump into, uh, the top three, if you don't mind. I don't know if you have that ready. Um, I have a top three that I wanted to run through with Oliver. I do. Give me just one moment. Let's yeah, no worries. Here. All right. You want to do it? Well, then, Nicole, have... so fast. Oh, you want me to Christmas lights in the back? I, I know. I'm I'm very festive. I'm wearing red, <laughs> so that's, that's about all I got. It looks good right. on you, though. The red, red's a, it's a good, it's a good color. All right, our top, our top three is brought to you once again by Room 101 Cigars. Watch the Smoke and Tobacco Show. Eat your vegetables. Take your vitamins. Smoke Room 101. There we go. Um, <clears throat> and there you go. Uh, and never forget it either. Um, <laughs> the words to live by. Um, our Room 101 top three this week, obviously brought to you by Room 101 Cigars. Um, it's obviously it, it's Christmas. It's the holiday. It's the holiday time of the year. It's very festive, as Oliver just pointed out. Um, Oliver, I'm going to play this one for you. Three. What are three? It doesn't have to be specific, but it, it can it can be general. It can be like categorized, whatever. But if you want to be specific, that's fine too. Three gifts, like all time gifts, that you'd like to receive. And then three gifts that you would want to give for Christmas. Wow. I wanted to make it tricky. Uh, I wanted. I don't. I don't. You know, the easy ones are always like so easy. Like I want to make. I want to catch people off guard. I want to make them think. I thought, hmm, that's definitely going to stop them in his tracks. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. That was uh, that was an abrupt abrupt stop. So I'm. I'll tell you this for for Christmas. I'm. Uh, I don't want to say I'm one of the hardest guys to shop for because it's not that I have everything, but um, I'm very particular. I don't, I don't like a lot of stuff. If I, um, you know, with, with my kids, if they're looking for something or, you know, family that's, that's looking to, to get me a gift, it's usually something that, uh, that I'll purchase and then uh, have them wrap up and, and give to me. Um, so <laughs> three gifts that, that I would like to like to have. Should I just talk about this year? Um yeah, sure. Uh, so uh, the the Walther P twenty two little handgun, uh, but it's a twenty two twenty two caliber. Uh, nice little, nice little handgun that I I, I wanted because taking uh, you know I take take my kids to the range. Um, it's a nice uh, nice little pistol for for my daughter to to practice on, be comfortable with. Um, not only so so here's the thing because I know that's sometimes a, a tricky subject. Um, it's not only for them to be able to, to handle the weapon, but it's also to understand the, the safety and the importance of it, because a lot of the, you know, injuries and, you know, foolish things that can happen is because of the, you know, that unknown and not being trained properly behind it. So, uh, I would say that's one, um, I'm also, uh, I needed a new razor. You can see, I need to need some shaving. Uh, so a double-edged, uh, razor is, is coming my way. And then uh, not putting any anything out there, but uh, a new, a nice new watch is uh, mm. is is on the is on the list. That's a little higher in than uh, than I like to uh, you know, get, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, that's if Santa's if Santa's listening, 
yeah, nice, uh, nice watch. Um, and then to give, you, you know, for giving, uh, giving to me is, is so, is, is so personal. Uh, it's not about just, uh, handing things over. That's going to clutter, clutter a house and, uh, getting a gift just to get a gift. Um, you know, one of the, one of the life lessons I, I like to give, uh, to, to my kids is when we're, when we're out to eat at a, at a restaurant, um, I'll usually have them pick a table and we'll pick up the bill before that person's ready to leave. As we're ready to, to go, we'll pay for it. Uh, and I have them, them pick the table and it's not that, you know, there, it's not that we feel bad and we want to be better than anyone. And I also tell them, don't pick a table of 10, uh, please. But uh, just to, <laughs> to show that we're, you know, we're, we're, we're comfortable um, and, and it's to pass on something nice so that I just picture the people sitting there and we're already gone, but I picture them sitting there and they're looking at the, the waiter or the waitress, you know, dumbfounded, like, wait, what do you mean? It's, it's paid for. Like, who did that? Oh, there was, you know, there was uh, a table that, that wanted to pick up, uh, pick up your tab and they look around and I just hope that they then pass that along to someone else. Um, you know, some, some nice gesture. And if it, if at the very least it just puts a smile on their face, then, then that, that to me is a, is a great gift to, uh, to give to someone. Um, I'll say a, a dash cam is a, is a nice new gift because I'm on the road all the time. I just got one for my son. Um, they're just, they're crazies out there. So a good little, good little dash cam. That's and very then, true. Uh, That's I, very, very true. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and they're you know just easy to install, and you never know what's uh, what's going to happen. And then uh, just the the gift of United. How about that? Let's all let's all go. buy, smoke, and live United. That's right. Oh, I see you lit up that red anchor. Oh, look at you! Mm. Look at you treating yourself. <laughs> mm. That's a great yeah, cigar. Had to, had to, yeah, um, we talked about it. It was and here. It, I wanted to show it. And, and as always, you can find that cigar once again at the number two, guyscigars.com, as well as all, I assume every United Cigar is available at twoguyscigars.com. I'd hope so. Um, but you can find yes, all sir. of the United Cigars at the number two, guyscigars.com. Um, before we wrap up, Oliver, <clears throat> one of the things that I wanted to bring up there's another cigar that came out this year. And I know that. It probably didn't have the glitz and the glamour as some of the other cool stuff. And I know some people like that. But this cigar I tried uh, very early on. And I was very impressed with it. Um, has a nice price point. Um, smaller format. It's a good... I, to me, it was a nice cigar to start the day off with. Uh, and that was the La Mezcla Cubana. That was a very interesting cigar um and i wanted to end the show on that one because uh i wanted to end the show on something different that we hadn't talked about we hadn't mentioned i purposely left it out um because i think it is a cigar that doesn't get talked about a lot but i i, I don't think people should sleep on it i think people need to try that cigar i think they need to buy it i think that that is a it's a strong, um, not strong in terms of you know actual strength, but it's a, it's a, it's a strong player uh, in the United profile. I think it's it's like I said, it's it's on the more inexpensive side, but it still holds up really well. It's great. It it really is. It's it's fantastic. Uh, tell us a little bit more about that cigar. 
yeah so that was an interesting project you know growing uh, growing up or getting into into cigars that that rothschild size um you know it's four and a half by by actually it's a yeah by 54 um but it's just a, it's a nice round short short cigar dominican filler there was a there was a, a time that uh gosh, i guess now it's been about a year and a half two years uh there was there was this wrapper at the uh Mahia Cubana factory that they they weren't using it was a, a smaller wrapper they didn't know what to do with they talked to us about it um they said that they had this you know this aged uh aged wrapper and um it was something that uh that I wanted to use and wanted something that's approachable not only in price but in in profile and you wanted something light but still with you know enough complexity that kind of keeps you interested um it's a you know it's a really a six dollar price point um a, a beautiful light bodied cigar little little hints of sweetness uh in it and um it was it was launched this year at the at the pca and uh boxes of 50 so it's a it's a great grab for for customers that even if you put it at the register um it's a great add-on and when you look at you know more of those inexpensive cigars you don't you you don't necessarily hear a lot about them but uh but it's been rated i mean it's been rated high um it's not something that uh you know usually in those price points under that ten dollar range sometimes you really don't see them on social media as much um or you don't hear it talked about as much because that's just one that uh, it's an everyday cigar people are just grabbing 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 and um yeah it's yeah it it, i guess it, it really hasn't uh you know gotten as much coverage as as maybe it should because it's a you know it's a very um approachable cigar but it's but it's uh it's been well received and it's doing really well for us so we're very happy with it yeah like i said i i, I smoked that cigar um you know and you had told me about it we talked about it you showed it to me and all that and uh, so i knew everything about it going into it i smoked it um just thinking about the cigar though just being like well regardless of everything else just let's smoke it and i and i was just in it and i was just i sat there and i was like you know something like this cigar is just fantastic. Like, I don't even care, like, you know, what it costs or, like, what it is. Like, this is – cigar is great. It's a, it's just a cigar that I don't care what you smoke. You, you should try the cigar because it, it, I think it might surprise you. And I, and I say that because I know – I know and you, and you know this too. And anyone who works in a retail store knows this, right? It's one of those cigars. You, you see it, it, it. I know, like, it might be a cigar you see, like, up at the register or something like that. And maybe you just go, like, oh, but no, don't don't pass on this cigar. This is a great cigar. You know, even if you're like a Padron smoker, you know, the guy who's like, I only smoke Padrones. Or like, if you're the guy who's like, I only smoke Perdomo. I only smoke LFD. Try this cigar, please. Just do me a favor. Do Oliver a favor. Don't even do it for me. Do it for Oliver. He's a great guy, right? Uh, but no, seriously, try that cigar. It really is. It, it really it, it really impressed me. I, I thought it was great. Um, and I just, I wanted to make sure that that, that got some love tonight on the show. But um that's pretty much going to wrap up the show it, for us tonight. I wanted to end on that note. I wanted to. I wanted to. Wanted to get that out there. <laughs> yeah, it's, look, that that La Mesa Cubana is a great cigar for shopping. Um, you know, if you have some downtime and you have a family member that's shopping and and you want to smoke a cigar, that's a good you know good forty five minute one hour hour cigar to grab. It's not going to be overpowering. Uh, you're going to be able to enjoy it in the parking lot or wherever. Uh, that's that's a very utilitarian cigar, and. Uh, very budget friendly for the holidays, so you can spend more on your loved ones. Absolutely, absolutely. Well said. Well, 
Uh, Oliver, don't go anywhere. Stay with us. Uh, we we got we got we got some stuff we gotta we gotta talk about after the show. But um, that's gonna do it for us this week. So uh, thank you for being here, Oliver. We really appreciate it as always. Um, thank you. This has been, uh, been, yeah, absolutely. This it's been a great time. Thank you to everyone who's been watching and listening. And if you're watching or listening later, uh, thank you as well. But if you haven't, go ahead and like and subscribe on our YouTube channel and and or everywhere you get your podcasts: Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeartRadio, wherever. Uh, we're on all those channels. Make sure you like and subscribe wherever you like to listen to your podcasts. Uh, you can always send us questions, comments, concerns at. Or you can send them to me, my email, Matthew, at SmokingTobacco.com. And as always, visit SmokingTobacco.com for all news, updates, reviews, and all sorts of exciting things that are going on, not just with us, but in the cigar community, in the cigar industry, uh, every day at SmokingTobacco.com. And with that, we will see you next week. Have a very Merry Christmas to all of those who celebrate. A happy Hanukkah to our Jewish friends. And um, we'll see you next week as we wrap up the year. And uh, we'll have our, our, our end of the year show followed by the, the wrap up of the spare note show for the year and uh, wish everyone a happy new year at that point. So we'll see you next week. Take care. Bye everyone. Thank you for spending your time with us at smoke and tobacco. Please remember to like, and subscribe for more episodes and content. And as always visit smoke for news and updates from the cigar industry. <laughs>